0: Chris, what am I going to do about Bart? I tried to show love and affection for him, and he rejected me. Look what he did to Cindy, a helpless child who trusts that no one will hurt her. Did you spank him? Did you do anything to punish him? Does he show respect to any of us? A few weeks in the attic might teach him a thing or two about obedience.
1: Oh, I thought we'd have a good punchline or something. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And welcome to another episode of are you there pod it's me jessica
2: it's me josh uh. And it's <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were waiting for me
0: we were kind yeah, of yeah go ahead <laughs> Phil, Phil. T- take us there blake
1: no nah, sorry for
2: interrupting keep no, going you're good keep going
0: what do we do on this podcast josh
2: uh we talk about uh young adult or young adult adjacent books
0: and what do we talk about? What do we read for this episode?
2: We are once again reading a V.C. Andrews book called If There Be Thorns.
0: <laughs> Can I just vote right now that we never do a series like this again?
2: Uh, yes, I, yeah. I will. That, that puts us at the majority because so, yeah. I also vote never again. I just want the little Scholastic label to be on there next time. So I know I'm getting uh, 150 pages instead of.
0: I still want to point out that even these books, which are super high adult content, are still published by Simon Pulse. Like this is still a companion of the last two. Still Simon Pulse, still marketed towards kids.
2: Yeah, I'm fully for censorship now right? <laughs> and uh book burning and and anything of that nature if it stops me from having to read a fifth dollenganger book at some point.
0: Well I've read I've read it. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a copy there? I have a copy of Oh, that's season of yesterday. Yeah. Okay. They're just very similar. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, I
2: honestly couldn't remember which one I needed to read, and I almost read, uh, what is it, Garden of...
0: Can I say something, though, about Garden of Shadows?
2: You can say anything about it. Was it was the last
0: book that V.C. Andrews wrote before she died, I think, and it may or may not have been taken over by Niederman. Mm-hmm. I'm not certain on this, but this Garden of Shadows is far more enjoyable than if there be thorns or seeds of yesterday.
2: Is that a, it's a prequel, right?
0: It's a prequel. And I thought, because it had been so long since I read it, for some reason I thought it was from Corinne's perspective, which mm. is the mother of Kathy and Chris. But it's actually the perspective of um the grandmother. It's Olivia and how she became the cold, <laughs> stone-hearted woman she is. But it was Thank
2: you for stopping yourself from saying the B word.
0: I would never, never say that word.
1: Uh, what's the one you're doing today, though?
0: Oh, today we're talking about If There Be Thorns. Josh, were there any thorns? There were
1: thorns. And it's I... number what in the what series? Now? It's number
0: three in the Dollenganger. I hate that you made me say Dollenganger. I'm
1: going to make you say it as many times. As <laughs>
0: because I can. in this book, Chris takes on the name of Sheffield. They're the Sheffields,
2: mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. The
0: Oh, God, there's a lot to do right, you here. You're
2: going to have to explain it. It's just so convoluted.
0: Okay. All right. Well, before I get into our quick and dirty Cliff Notes synopsis, do you want to... Uh, did you bring a theme beer? I did, yes. Okay, so what was your theme beer for If There Be Thorns? Uh,
2: I got a Turbo Dog.
0: Oh, okay, I get because it. Because of
2: Apple, yeah. the, uh, the dog.
0: Apple,
1: the dog. Okay, these are never related very well <laughs> do you know how hard it is
2: a... <laughs> to go to price cutter and just like look through price cutter. i almost got a red's apple ale but i didn't want to drink in a red's apple ale surely there's a micro <laughs> brew
1: called like every rose has its thorn cider or something i i well, have
0: if not you should make it like <laughs> yeah i
2: fine. i actually thought i could somehow find a flowers in the attic themed like craft beer that someone had like one-off produced at some point but there's not. I can't even find stuff with, like, flowers on them.
0: When are we going to start our uh, spin off craft beer <laughs>
2: line? <laughs> Babysitter's Club brews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to get sued, but. Uh... Oh, well, yeah. Totally. But. Are you there, hops?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's me, drunk.
0: Well, uh,
2: Turbo I was, Dog. Oh. I was a big fan of uh, Apple.
0: Apple Rules. Dogs. Yeah. Apple met a fate that Apple did not deserve.
2: Yeah. Just sad.
0: Because this book could never get over the top enough. Right. You're yeah. Right. That we have to bring in violence to animals <laughs> on top of everything
2: else. I just liked when him and Bart were just peeing freely together. <laughs> just, we do everything together. Just two boys. Yeah. Doing what they need to do. Being peeing outside. All right.
0: Well, I guess I'll get started with this synopsis. Um, we skip in the head. Skip in the head.
2: Good luck with the synopsis.
0: <laughs> we are, we start... Let me try to think about how to do this. This book stands out from the others because it's not Kathy's voice. This is told in alternating chapters between her sons, um, Jory and Bart. We get a, um, I believe she has, there's like a little prologue that is Kathy, like, let my sons tell their story.
2: (laughs) But can I ask a quick question about, mm -hmm. like, in the reality of these books Do any of them get published?
0: Well, that's my thing. Okay, here's the thing. She, I guess we'll get to that in a little while. Okay. When she starts writing her memoirs. Right. And just (laughs)
2: leaving it up there in the typewriter just for whoever to come up there and read. Yeah. These uh, traumatic stories of (laughs) (laughs) these things that I wasn't going to tell you until you were uh, an adult, but. I'm just leaving it up here.
0: Well, you know, we didn't have MacBooks. So you couldn't just put it on a on a flash drive and hide it from your we kids. Did have,
2: we did have uh, drawers that locked. True. At, the, at that True. point, she could have taken it Kathy did MacBook. not
0: care about her sons. Kathy only cared about Cindy. I'm just going to say that right okay. now. That's, and Jory. And Jory, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: didn't care about Bart, but. Who does? I don't. Bart's a dick. He's a bad boy.
0: Anyway. Uh, okay, I'll just start. So it's told from the perspective of Jory and Bart. Um, We're about, what, 10 years in the future?
2: 15. Is that right? No, the next one's 15.
0: Yeah, I think the next one jumps ahead, because Jory in this book is 15 years old, and I think Bart is 9 or 10. Okay, so... We'll go for that. Um, So, in this book, uh, Christopher and Kathy have settled down in California with their two children... Jory is an aspiring dancer, just like his legendary father. <laughs> These people
2: cannot stop dancing. Can't stop dancing. Can't <laughs> stop addicting either. Right. We'll talk about
0: that. Uh, they
2: cannot quit that attic.
0: And Bart is a troubled child. He's playful at first. Mm-hmm. He's very uh, imaginative. He likes to play act. But he also was born with a weird condition where his nerve endings do not... Go all the way to his skin tissue. I don't know how how to phrase it. He can't feel Mm pain. Right. So there's always this fear of him cutting himself and letting the cut get infected because he can't feel it, doesn't notice it. Yeah. Anyway, um, these two boys have kind of an idyllic childhood. Um, They are led to believe that um, Chris is Paul's younger brother, who their mother married— and so they take the surname of Sheffield, Um, and that Bart is actually the son of Dr. Paul who died. So they don't know anything about any other members of their family, basically. Other than they have to go visit, uh, do they call her the grandmother? The
2: grandmother? I think they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The crazy grandmother that's in a an institution? Do they know that that's their grandmother?
2: Mm. Or do
0: they just think it's a...
2: I think they know it's...
0: I can't remember. I just know Bart hates it. Yeah. Bart does not like traveling to Virginia to visit the crazy lady in the institution. And I don't actually know if the kids do. I think uh, Kathy just drops off Chris. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we're going to go to Walmart or whatever. (laughs) Um, So anyway, um, there's an abandoned mansion right next to their home where the boys like to go and play. And suddenly a moving truck appears one day in actually a limo i think first right. maybe they come at the same time i don't know but out of this limo comes a woman who they think maybe is an arab they say that many times an arab, yeah because she's dressed all in black and has a black veil covering her face yeah they move in they remodel the home and the parents are like just leave the neighbors alone don't go over there and of course bart does
2: guess who doesn't yeah listen
0: <laughs> bart climbs over that <laughs> wall goes straight over there um I'm just going to try to speed up a little on this because we can spend a lot of time on it. But he gets to know this woman who spoils him, gives him toys, gives him candy, gives him everything he wants.
2: Gives him apple.
0: Gives him apple, the dog. Um, even though he wants a horse and he throws a fit <laughs> that it's not a horse. Uh, but at the same time, he's growing more distant towards his family because the mysterious butler of the home has given him a book. And it's the diary of Malcolm Foxworth, who he is told is his great grandfather, and that if he reads this book, it will tell him the correct path to go in life and how he can be a successful zillionaire and that the woman in the veil is actually his real grandmother. God, so convoluted. <laughs> OK, so
2: did they ever publish that? The just the Malcolm diary stuff as a book? I don't think so. I mean, enough of it's in here.
0: Enough of it was in here that I don't want to read it. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I got angry
2: every time. Like it, it was, it was just like one or two paragraphs every like fifty pages or whatever. But I was just like, not again. Oh, I don't care. God, I
0: know. No, not at all. So Bart gets more and more involved with woman next door. More and more into this diary. His his attitude starts changing as he, I guess, progresses through the journal. Um, he gets more involved in his play acting where he actually thinks he's be- he is Malcolm, right? He- it yeah, even yeah, physically yeah. affects him where he walks around with like a limp, like an old man. <laughs> um, at the same time, uh, uh, Kathy has a friend who dies, is sick, and she convinces Chris to let her adopt this little girl who will be orphaned. And Chris doesn't want to do it because he's afraid of like investigation, people finding out the truth about them. And that's when we learn that Chris has forced Kathy to be sterilized so that they can bone without having children of incest, basically. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. We'll get back to that. <laughs> um, but Kathy is is adamant. They adopt this little girl. Bart hates her. Jory loves her. At the same time, there's just all kinds of secrets uh, in the house. Jory's eavesdropping a lot. Discovers things about his parents. His grandmother, Madame Marisha, comes back and tells him the true story, I guess, about Bart and Kathy. Correct? Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, I will say one of the most annoying aspects of the book is the plot device of basically Bart being invisible and can just, like, go anywhere people are. Like, oh, yeah. Well, he's still so great at hiding. So,
0: But Jory's like, I can smell him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, Jory's like, I smelled him. Dad, he was there. <laughs> anyway, um. Eventually, uh, Bart's behavior goes more and more erratic. He does hurt himself. He's hospitalized because he gets gangrene, I guess. But his behavior becomes so erratic that Jory convinces his dad it's because of the woman next door. Chris goes over there and it's his mom. (laughs) And he demands that she leaves the family alone. Of course, doesn't listen. Bart continues to go over there, is continued to be tutored by John Amos. There's animal abuse. Uh, there's a cat that dies. Yeah. There's a dog that dies. Apple. Apple. R.I.P. And it all culminates into a showdown at the end. <laughs> um, I, I can't remember exactly what happens. And all, is it all along because... they're hiding
2: it from Kathy. Like they're not.
0: Yeah, no one's telling Kathy. Yeah. And Kathy
2: Let's has... just keep, let's just keep letting your, uh, child go and hang out over here.
0: Kathy has and... also hurt herself. After dancing and is writing her memoirs.
2: Yes.
1: Yes.
0: So she's busy doing that. And at the same time as she's writing them, Bart is stealing the pages. And taking them back to John Amos, the butler to read. And himself is reading them. And Jory, I think even starts reading them. Correct. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just reading yeah. their mom's journal, basically <laughs> to find out the truth about what happens.
2: And her mom, the it's, it's flowers in the attic is the, uh, basically it's the, meta. The, the, yeah. it's, it's,
0: flowers yeah. in the attic. She's, she's basically writing that book. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what happens that sends Kathy over to the mother's house. Is Has Bart disappeared? Bart
2: disappears. Okay. And. And Jory's uh, like, I know. I can find him. Yeah. And he'll keep trying to, like, follow him to see where he goes and stuff like yeah. that. And
0: so they go to the house. And that's when Kathy realizes that it's her mother. Because her mother does, like, the hands fluttering to her neck. <laughs> <laughs> to like play with her pearls. Like, her mom has a tell. And that's <laughs> it. Um, and there's a confrontation. And the women are fighting, and I think, if I remember correctly, John Amos attacks them mm-hmm. and takes them downstairs and imprisons them in the basement. <laughs> so now the flowers are in the basement. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he has Bart convinced that they're evil and they deserve to die, and that they're horrible women. He's been manipulating him uh, with basically incel talk
2: what, what's throughout the, the What whole is book. the quote that he said?
0: Um, well, there's a lot. (laughs) I mean, it's basically women are stupid and need to be dominated by men, especially pretty women. So Bart is, I think, bringing them food. Like Bart knows they're captive while his whole family, Jory and Chris, are looking for Kathy. Bart knows they're captive. Um, I think it's suspected that they might be there. Anyway, there's a final confrontation. They go to the house. There's a fire. Bart saves his mother and grandmother. But there's a final showdown between like Chris and John Amos. And I think John Amos gets away. Am I right? Does I think he drive so. away?
2: Yeah. <laughs> just drives <laughs> away. See.
0: But at the same time, uh, Kathy is having some problems, will not leave the house. And the mother runs back in to try to save her. And Corinne dies, saving her daughter, sacrifices her life for her daughter. <laughs> Which this makes no sense to me whatsoever. Right. Uh,
2: all of the character stuff in these books don't work because they're just. Cruelly manipulating these people until at some point they sacrifice themselves for them. or Yeah, something like it that. makes
0: no sense whatsoever. It also makes no sense that Kathy's like not getting out of a burning building. <laughs> Hello, like get out. of I guess she's weak and she had the flu or something. Yeah, but she's not leaving this building. Um, so that's that's where we end. Correct.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a the little funeral. Bart tells mom and dad no more of this. uh no more of this funny business. Like, he, he says they can't have sex with each other anymore. That's
0: true. He does lay down the law. He's yeah. like, you guys can't F anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah, because he... Is he super religious yet? He is. He is. He oh, is because he John Amos yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: like, indoctrinates him. This is where we get a lot of the maniacal religious stuff that was kind of touched upon in Flowers in the yeah. Attic, completely forgotten in Petals <laughs> on the Wind, and then it is full force. This is more
2: Stephen Kingy in Definitely,
0: this book. definitely. Because you have the John Amos character
2: yeah.
0: and um who is indoctrinating his little incel Bart um <laughs> into religion and also the hatred of women, which I think go hand Although, in hand. If, we if all- there was a meme of the the hands shaking, it would be like religion hatred of women and they shake hands on it. Like that would be <laughs>
2: that would be that meme. Uh although Bart in this book, he's very uh it's in the next one when he is just constantly like the opposite of an incel. <laughs> like he is uh uh I can have sex with as many beautiful women as I want.
0: But in the next one he like attacks his sister. No, he wants so his sister to never incel-y have sex. He's incelly in a weird way.
2: No, it's... like he he hates women. Like Oh no, he totally hates all women. Yeah. He yeah. In the next one, which I guess we'll talk about next time, but he has sex with the women, but despises he them hates at them. the same time. Yeah. He hates what he. Yeah. And he hates, he hates himself for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he, it, it all starts here. This is where the troubles start. Right. <laughs> um, but I think what I think one of the most troubling reveals for me is the fact that Kathy was had her tubes tied.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Convinced by Chris. Right. Kathy is nothing. She is abused throughout this whole series and just takes it. Yeah. And I guess that's what happens to a lot of victims, though. I mean, you're you're totally just gaslit and convinced that it's not and that it's best for you. And I'm just wondering, Chris, you're an effing doctor. That's an invasive surgery to have your tubes tied, right? So and it's not like she did it post childbirth, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Because usually if you have that kind of surgery... You usually have it post-childbirth, especially if you've had a C-section, because you're already open. open. (laughs) (laughs) So that's when they do it. My sister wanted to have a C-section after her last daughter, but she had it at Mercy, and it's a Catholic hospital, and they would not do it.
2: Wait, they won't? Oh, okay. She
0: wanted to have her tube tied. Th- oh, I think I said she wanted to have her C-section. Yeah, 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 I was like, <laughs>
2: Sorry, wait, wait. <laughs> <Correction>. <laughs> what are they doing over there? Okay. I... <laughs>
0: no, she wanted to have her tube tied, and because they're a Catholic hospital, they, they wouldn't do it. Because they want to repopulate
2: the earth. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, it's a very invasive surgery to have, whereas for a man, it's not invasive. Vasectomies are not invasive. Uh, it's an out.
1: Uh, it's an
0: outpatient Blake, surgery. They
2: cut your
1: boys open.
2: You have to lay on it's the couch a, for like three days and hold a bag of peas. It's that's exactly what you. It have is to an
0: with. outpatient surgery. You are in and out.
2: I will say the number of men that plan it around the NCAA tournament so they can <laughs> take off work, which is a real thing, uh, proves that it's probably not as <laughs> as horrible of a
1: surgery as it is for women. Whereas for women, for
0: women I've I'm heard sh- it
1: described and it sounds heinous, but. I'm. I know the other one's worse, much worse. It's not a. Especially, concept. it's not a, a con.
0: Especially, it's a doctor who is telling her to do this, who knows the procedures. Oh Chris yeah, Chris is an. He's asshole. terrible. Yeah, he's, he's terrible. the worst. Yeah, he he's still my least favorite character, and I get really mad when I'm Goodreads and everyone's like, "I love Chris." I'm like, "No," because no. I don't even.
2: I don't even know if VC Andrews dislikes Chris. You know what I mean? Like, in I. I mean, I guess it's being written with the perspective of. Of Kathy, well,
0: this one's the not children. this
2: one, but the in the next one. Oh,
0: the next one's Kathy. Yeah, yeah.
2: So ultimately, she still loves him. Well, yeah, but she shouldn't. And in this one, or after the kids read it, they were like, "He raped our mother."
0: No, they do <laughs> Like, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Like they explicitly say it. So it's just the worst. Yeah.
0: Well, that's my big. Uh, I just hate Chris. So
2: <laughs> whatever. I'm yeah. I'm not gonna. Defend him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does not deserve anyone's love or sympathy. And I'm not going to spoil the end of the next book, but I'm glad about what happened to him. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no spoilers, but a guy I hate, I'm glad what happened to him.
0: Mm-hmm. Gets it. <laughs> um, but, okay. So, God, I don't even know where to go.
2: So, uh, one thing I want to talk about is okay. at the early point in the book, <laughs> I, I don't know why this was so funny. It was just... Uh, so silly to me, but I guess it's also just all of her internalized trauma is that she would keep going up to the attic and secretly dancing. Yes. And Chris found out and like freaked out at her. Yeah.
0: Well also at the same, whenever Chris finds out she's up there dancing, he goes up there. And I think this was at one point where Jory is eavesdropping. That's
2: like, and there are
0: two twin beds and a picnic basket up there. (laughs) And it's like, Kathy, what you doing? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I do. I do like the uh, the threats of punishment of sending Bart to the attic.
2: <laughs> and by the way, that kid needed to be locked up. He needs to put in either an attic or a basement. <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> it's one of the things like uh, uh, when parents are like, I can either uh, spank you with a belt or you can go get a switch from a tree. Not parents anymore, I think. Like, Probably. Well, I, I, yeah, okay. Definitely. But that's what Bart needs to be offered. You can be in the attic. You can be, <laughs> be in, the in the basement. basement. Yeah.
0: Take your pick. Um, don't Doesn't he, isn't his concern being institutionalized at one point? Isn't yeah, he yeah, afraid yeah. Mm-hmm. that if he tells his parents, like, yeah. that they will, and by the way, they should have. He His behavior, he, okay. <laughs> well, I guess we find out that he did not kill his, his dog, Apple. He's obsessed with this dog. He treats it like a pony because that's what he wanted. And there's a point in the book when he is he for his birthday, his family's going to take him to vacation to Disneyland. Disneyland.
2: He really yeah. wants to go to Disneyland. So excited! I made a bunch of notes about Disneyland. I mean, <laughs> like they just keep talking about it throughout the book. It's like, a big thing. Not going to Disneyland now.
0: Yeah. Well, is that when he gets gangrene and he's yes. hospitalized?
2: It's because you know what there was thorns.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> lots of and thorns. And he encountered some thorns out in uh, the in the garden. Yeah. Um,
0: so before he goes, he is on the trip, and before he gets. You know, he's hospitalized. Yeah. Um. He is adamant that his grandmother cannot feed the dog, that he is the dog's Mm -hmm. master. Only he can feed the dog. But his real fear is that if his grandmother feeds the dog while he is gone, the dog will love his grandmother more than him, which is really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Which I also kind of get because when I was a little kid, I, I had a sister who was about five years older than me and was also like perfect and beautiful and super popular Like, I always felt like my mom doesn't love me. Like, Mm. she loves her. Like, I understand Bart's, like, child, like, his childish
2: jealousy towards Jory. And Bart already has that issue with his mother. Mm -hmm. He needs something... To feel like loves him the most.
0: Yeah. And that's what he feels about with his grandmother. But also he wants Apple to love him the most. Yes.
2: Yeah. And so Because Kathy does not. Yes. Like. And, and Kathy's he, obviously. And he knows that.
0: Displaced favoritism towards Jory. And then. And later then later. Cindy. Once.
2: Once she's got that little girl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so poor Bart. I understand the the youngest child's jealousy and sadness. Yeah. About their sibling. But he does this thing. I think. Maybe it's John Amos who does this, but he leaves food, but it's just out of reach, and the dog mm-hmm. starves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To death, because the grandmother doesn't go feed it. I think Jory did go feed it, right?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Jory goes over and sees that the dog's been being...
0: Because he abused. knows the dog exists. Yes. and Because um,
2: everyone just has the silliest secrets from each other yeah. in this whole book.
0: And so uh, I think Jory walks in to feed the dog. Is this how we discover the dog is dead, mm-hmm. and the dog has been starved to death the food bowl is just out of reach from his chain so it's just just torment and this poor I, dog. I don't know and there's a pitchfork shoved through the dog also by the way just he's on his pile of hay and there's just a pitchfork shoved in the body of this dog and you think that bart did it right. that's your first right. go-to is bart did this even though he's in the hospital <laughs> bart did it but um later we found out it was john amos right hmm. who did all these things to make bart look crazy right. and to kind of gaslight the kid Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bart can, Bart. I even th- even thinks that he did it. I think, at some point.
2: Once again, when I was putting these in the horror section, I was right. <laughs> well, this <laughs> one definitely. <laughs> these novels are horrific. Uh, there's no there's no ghosts and spook up's and vampires, but uh, it's psychological horror.
0: Oh God, yeah.
2: Not, um, a, not a fun read. No, I would say. What were
0: your Disneyland notes though. Are those lighthearted?
2: Uh, no, I mostly just wrote. This kid really wants to go to Disneyland. Uh, He says, I'd rather go to Disneyland than Heaven. (laughs) 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 Well. I mean, you got a better shot at it, Bart.
1: (laughs) I'm going to be honest.
2: (laughs) Disneyland sounds better to pretty much any kid. Yeah. I mean, I think Disneyland as a kid is your conception of what Heaven would be like.
0: Oh, probably. And
2: and, like, if you could have your own Heaven, if you're not just thinking, oh, there's gold and... like the picture of heaven that you see, clouds and shit. Yeah, it's it's very boring to a kid. Like, oh, yeah. I just okay. want to say
0: that I've never been to Disneyland, and I would rather go to Disneyland than heaven. So <laughs> Bart's not wrong.
2: I well, I don't want to go to Disneyland, but then because of that, have to go to hell. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I'll take uh, I'll take it if it's just a binary choice of heaven, Disneyland. You get oh, okay. You get one. I'm going to Disney. Hell yeah! <laughs> get me, get me some. Uh, I'm going to hang out at uh,
0: Avatar Land. Is that in Disney, or is that a totally uh, separate thing?
2: Is that Universal? I don't, I don't know. Is that even a thing yet? I like... just
0: feel like Disney owns everything, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if they own. I didn't think they, didn't owned they don't they own Fox now too.
1: Do they own Shrek? They own. They did. Get <laughs> do they Fox own and I think Shrek. I. <laughs> uh, they own it all. I they. They do. I they mean, because whenever Shrek.
0: they're. New channel launches. The only reason I want it is so I can watch The Simpsons, because they bought Fox. So every season of The Simpsons will be on the new Disney channel. Mm. The D- yeah, Disney streaming channel. I don't
2: know what they don't own.
0: I, guess. I-, I couldn't tell you what I- they I'm don't I'm just going to assume
1: they own. They don't day. own Warner Brothers yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> you know what they don't own? Me.
0: The copyright to the VC Andrews name.
2: Wait,
1: wait will they get their
2: hands on yeah, that yeah, yeah. property Boom. and start <laughs> pumping out
1: some films?
2: Uh, once they uh, put an attic up in the uh, uh, the Magic Kingdom castle, <laughs> I want to see Attic Land, you know, the little mini park inside just, of Disneyland.
0: It's just two twin beds and a picnic basket. Right. You can just hang out. there. You can
2: buy uh, fake poisoned uh, uh, donuts. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> You can look at the pictures of... Uh, I think the grandmother had pictures of scenes of hell. Of, like, demons torturing <laughs> souls that were hung up in there to remind the kids to be good. Uh,
2: yeah. Just, yeah.
0: You can have your pet mouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cory's mouse, Mickey. <laughs> so, RIP Apple. You deserved better.
2: And one one thing I was thinking about that annoyed me about the book was all of its really bad, like, Garden of Eden imagery. Which... The only stuff I really thought about was a woman tempting someone with an apple. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, uh, Anytime she would start doing that. Just because she has to constantly talk about gardens and flowers (laughs) (laughs) just to tie these things in thematically.
0: I gotta say, though, the titles of these books are brilliant because, I mean, even Niederman can't think of anything whenever he continued on with Christopher's diary. (laughs)
2: Secrets Secrets of of Foxworth. Foxworth. Couldn't think
0: of another flower title.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Hack.
0: Do we find out in this book the real relationship between Corinne and her husband? Not Bart, but her first husband, her half-uncle husband. Is the truth revealed in this book?
2: I can't keep these things straight. Okay.
0: Well, we'll come back to that when we talk about Garden of Shadows okay. <laughs> because it is. Okay. Um, I, th- I thought there were more revelations, mm-hmm. but I can't really remember... All of them. I'm getting all the revelations from all the books confused. Yeah. Other th- okay. Here's my biggest thing. I believe that Madame Marisha, Marisha, Marisha. Mm-hmm. Marisha yes. Yeah. She shows up at their house to visit Jory because after the when they decide to go to take Bart to Disneyland and that's canceled. That's usually when she gets her yearly visit from Jory. Mm-hmm. Is when they come to visit the the grandmother that's in institution. She doesn't get to see him, so she comes out there herself, under the guise of, I'll help take care of Kathy, because she's injured.
2: Yeah. That stuff gets pretty funny.
0: (laughs) Okay, so she is there, and Bart confronts her, because she wants to take, or not Bart, Jory confronts her, because she wants to take Jory to New York. She wants to take him away from Kathy and Chris. Mm -hmm. But when she first gets there, she's looking around, and she asks about, like, Dr. Paul, and where is he? Yeah. And... Is that creepy brother of his still around, basically? <laughs> so they have not only lied to their children, they've also told her the same... She knows that Chris is her brother.
2: But right? they're pretend... Yeah, so now the kids who believe that they are married have mm-hmm. to pretend like they are... <laughs> but without being told this. Yeah. I don't know how she thinks she's going to get away with any I of this. I don't know how...
0: <laughs> it's so perplexing to me. Yeah. Because, okay, so... I don't know how they thought they were going to get away with this because Madame Marisha knows that Kathy and Chris are brother and sister. Right. She knows that Kathy was married to Dr. Paul and Dr. Paul died. And she also knows that Bart is not Christopher's son. Bart is the son of Bartholomew Winslow. Like, there's all this stuff in the papers, right? I mean, this was a big deal when it burned down. Although I guess that was in Virginia. So maybe she doesn't know, but she might. To me, it makes no sense that she...
2: It makes no sense that she thinks she can get away with this in any capacity to me. No. like
0: Because don't you think that one of the kids f- would be like, Daddy, Chris. Yeah. Wait, what? And That's so, your uncle. So they're
2: like all in the room together at first. And the mom's like, oh, yeah, my uh, brother Chris is uh, is someone. And Jory's
0: like, like, what is going on? <laughs> and Bart's probably, I don't know, hiding somewhere. Right. He's already or,
2: internalized everything. because yeah. he's just.
0: Well, Bart's got the journal. Yeah, Bart knows that women are evil. <laughs> um, do you have any choice things that you got from the journal at all? Like any choice. Not that uh, I wrote down. Phrases or anything. I did write lock this kid up a lot. <laughs> talking about Bart. I mean, it's correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, just there's so many things. Okay. He also tries to kill his sister. Mm-hmm. He tries to kill his baby sister. <laughs> she is in a kiddie pool. The um Kathy and Jory both run inside for a moment. And he goes up and tries to drown it's her in chance. the kiddie pool. Yeah. And they still are just like, What do we do with Bart? I know what you do with Bart. You <laughs> institutionalize him, him. Yeah. He needs help. Also, he cuts off all her hair. It's basically that scene in the Simpsons. I'm gonna this is a Simpsons heavy episode, <laughs> but when Bart cuts off all the Lisa's hair and he's like, She's not so cute now, is she? It's basically that.
2: I don't remember that. You don't
0: remember that. It's a flashback episode when Lisa's born, and she's so cute okay. and gets all the attention. And Bart gets scissors and cuts off all her hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's just like
0: one triangle.
1: <laughs> he, say, he says, "Who's cuter now?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's basically Bart's that's mentality. Bart, in, like that's yeah, like yeah. He's like not so cute now, are you, Cindy?
2: Now that you're dead in the floating in the pool, <laughs> and your
0: hair's gone, I cut off your hair too. Yeah. Um. So I I. I got some choice uh, things. I don't know that I actually wrote down anything that was in the diary itself um, because I thought it was just all so gross. Yeah. It's basically just Malcolm Foxworth like, I have money. I hate women. Right. But John Amos, uh, who is the butler from the first book, still loyal (laughs) to the Foxworth family. Well, he is like a cousin of of Olivia.
2: He's like uh, the guy that worked for Don Jr., who was a gardener that tweeted out, uh, this was like years ago, but he said, I missed my sister's wedding today uh, to come into work. And Don Jr. Uh, like quote tweeted, it's like, love the loyalty to our family. Oh, my
0: God. It's <laughs> <That's> like- horrible. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, that's John Amos. Yeah. yeah. That's the kind of help the Trumps have.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: And that's the kind of people the Trumps the, are. The, just
2: completely like. Uh,
0: Trumps are the Foxworths. Yeah. Yeah. Just actually in the next book, I do make some parallels between Kathy and Donald Trump. And we'll talk about that later. Okay.
2: because She's
0: creepy in the next book. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, when he first hands Bart Malcolm Foxworth's journal, he says. After you have read this book written by your own dear great-grandfather, you will understand that women are not to be trusted, especially pretty women. They have ways, cunning ways, of making men do what they want. He also tells him to keep reading that book every day because he will learn all about women and how to control them. And not only will he learn how to control women, but also all people. And he ends this speech with, you remember, it is the God-given duty of men to dominate women who are basically weak and stupid. And that's repeated in different forms yeah. throughout the right. book. Right, yeah, yeah, basically. yeah. It's very repetitive. Yeah. It's so. basically
2: like any like MRA, like uh like those like self-published Amazon books they yeah. they, they sell or like <laughs> VC
0: Andrews, the first incel? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we don't know.
2: The first the first P pick pickup yeah, yeah. PUA Pickup <laughs> yeah,
0: Artist, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Well Bart essentially becomes that in the He really does the next book.
0: God, it's so gross. He's basically uh, what's the guy's name with the funny hat?
2: I was going to call him mystery? Mysterio, but it's mystery.
0: It's just mystery. Is right? it?
2: Okay. He kind of looks like a magician, but he
0: <laughs> well, he's peacocking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he has got to have his hat.
2: I, here, I would be so disappointed if I was a woman and he came up to me at a bar and, uh, I'd be so sad too. And, and didn't even have magic tricks for me. Just <laughs> was, that goofy ass hat was was just saying really mean things to me to try to, to just, neg just me. Neg yeah.
0: <laughs> Can I ask you a question? let's say that you are going to take some advice from pickup artists. What would your peacock? What item would be? I do
2: to peacock? Okay. Yeah. That's a good question.
0: How would you peacock?
2: Um, would you carry
0: like a first edition of the great Gatsby around with you? I, <laughs> something like that.
2: I,
1: oh, I'd one. wear my tune squad baseball cap <laughs> <laughs> that I want at trivia. It's the fanciest thing I own. It's it mostly works,
0: ladies. It's, it's mostly works. just
1: so
2: I can pick up Lola little bunny at a, uh, yeah. Are you place. kidding me? Uh, I be so lucky, uh, I Probably a piece of my old punk rock clo- my old punk rock patch pants.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. I guess it depends upon the context, like where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if
2: you're going to the Outland, it works perfectly. If I'm going to a, a coffee shop, uh, <laughs> not ideal. Yeah.
0: I don't even know. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I should have reviewed this. Can I say that I should have reviewed this book a little bit better? Because at the end, once again, it becomes so convoluted. The action is so packed in the last right. few chapters I- that you just... I can't remember the order of things that happen. It
2: all happens. It just seems like it all happens really quickly in the last mm-hmm. yeah. 50 and also, pages.
0: why does Chris not tell Kathy that their mother is next door? I don't understand There's the no- withholding of information. It does not make sense.
2: I, because he constantly has to lie to her for no reason. <laughs> I it just
0: It just doesn't make sense. It's basically like, don't let this woman know because it will do nothing. Because women are weak and stupid. So, and I think Chris kind of believes that in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. I think he's a misogynist. And I think that he thinks that it will uh, make her irrational and uh, upset. And I'm trying to think of the right word. Hysterical,
2: maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For because, her to find out. Because that. she hates the mother. Yeah, and she's right, too. In a, no, we right. In a way that Chris... I is, think Chris has some weird Oedipal thing with his mother, obviously. I'm, I'm not shocked by any... Chris could have sex with everyone in his family. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, if Carrie's still around... <laughs> what you do? She's young. <laughs> you edit that out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not editing it out. Take you, that out. <laughs> listen up. You, go up, you go up to the attic. You see Carrie <laughs> laying there looking like this. What you gonna do?
2: Uh, but yeah, there's, there's no real purpose for him not to tell... Because what... I would want to know. Why Why are they so powerless against this mother living next door? You know, like, why? Uh, just don't let your stupid little bratty kid Watch go over there. Watch your
0: effing kids.
2: Yeah, that's the main thing. They're always they just...
0: have Okay, number one, Chris is always at work, I guess. Yeah. Kathy's at home now all the time. She's because very she's busy writing. Writing her memoirs. Yeah. They have a housekeeper and they have Madame Marisha at this point who comes in and out. No one is watching Bart because no one cares about
2: Bart. I don't think you should put a leash on a child, but.
0: (laughs) Bart is definitely a kid that needs to have the the koala backpack with the leash coming out of it. (laughs) When you're in Walmart, you got that kid right there.
2: (laughs) Just let him hang out in the attic with you while you're uh, uh, writing. Also,
0: can I just say this is another instance of men not listening to women, because if Chris had listened to Kathy... And locked that boy up in the attic when she suggested (laughs) it. (laughs) None of this would have happened. We might still have apple. Cindy would still have hair. The mansion wouldn't have burned down.
2: Well, I'm fine with the mansion. No,
0: I don't care Everyone should burn down. Every
2: Foxworth Hall or replica of Foxworth (laughs) Hall or.
0: (laughs) Subsidiary of Foxworth (laughs) Hall. Yeah. No, it's just the end is always a mess to talk about in these books.
2: As is the beginning, the, uh, the middle. <laughs> middle.
0: <laughs> the epilogue. Yeah. The uh,
2: epilogue was pretty, pretty easy in this one. It was I just... don't even remember
0: what it was. It was basically about going, no more hanky-panky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: it was just him.
0: You guys have messed me up with your incest.
2: And then he, he's like, I'll allow it if you just sleep next to each other. Well, in well, separate, beds, separate or beds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He
0: demands basically, like, Carol and Mike Brady separate beds. Did they have separate beds? Now I can't I remember. I
1: don't think they ever showed the... Brady Bunch I can't remember. This little kid sounds like a real cock-blocking brat.
0: (laughs) Wait till we get to the next book. Actually, the next book I think is more fun to talk about than this one. Because I think, since it's not told from the perspective of children, it's allowed to be looter, maybe. (laughs) Because, okay, in these books you've got Jory's voice, which Jory's Jory's voice is almost Kathy's. Like, there's no real difference. But Bart, whenever he talks, it is basically... The language of like a monosyllabic child
2: For, that came out of the children of the corn cornfield. Kind of,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what else to say, but it's basically like me hurt leg.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's seriously. It's
0: how, old, how old is he then? Though? Nine or ten?
1: Eight or
2: nine? <laughs> I was gonna say seven or eight. He
1: just never learned to speak properly, I guess.
0: Well, it's because they don't care about Bart, so
1: no one talks
0: to Bart. He does not learn how to communicate correctly. Completely neglected this. Does
1: he live in an attic? Just checking.
0: No, I think he shares a room with Jory. Yeah. (laughs) Because Jory talks about how Bart has nightmares at night and cries for Kathy, which is really sad. That's his mom. He just wants some affection. He just wants some love.
2: Did you watch the film version of this one? I did. Okay. How was that? It was fine. Much more (laughs) succinct, which I appreciate. Yeah.
0: I don't think the Madame Marisha stuff was in there. I can't really remember.
1: But. I don't even know what you. Who put, was I'd... in this movie? In the movie for this one,
0: no one you would know.
1: Just Did just... it still have like Heather Graham and Ellen Burstyn? Or are they dead? I don't. I can't follow this shit.
0: <laughs> well, Ellen Burstyn is dead at this point.
1: Yeah, that
0: okay. would be Olivia. Yes, Heather Kathy Graham. Is Heather Graham. Heather Graham is no. That's Corinne. Corinne is Heather Graham. That's the mom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, Heather Graham is in this one, but it's her last one because she dies saving Kathy's life. The only cast member that might be recognizable is for people who watched Sex and the City. The guy who played Samantha's boyfriend, like long term young hot model boyfriend plays Chris in this.
2: I have no idea why I'm trying to figure this out as someone who... Has never watched Second City. I I remember this
0: guy. I think his name's like Jarrett something
1: on the show. Who plays the main girl?
0: There is no main girl. It's the children.
1: It's the two little boys. Mm -hmm. Their mother.
0: Some unknown.
1: Okay. Do they have to change the actor in all of the films because she's a different age and all? I
0: think actually the same woman who played Kathy in um, Petals on the Wind. Continuously, Kathy, throughout this series oh, okay. because she's old enough that they can just, age just her make with her makeup. up to
2: any yeah. age.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Benjamin Button style.
0: Yeah. I think it's the same woman from Petals in the Wind on. But Chris gets replaced. Petals in the Wind, Chris. Hot. Uh, Going to. If there be thorns, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. He looks like Samantha's boyfriend from Sex and the City
2: because that's who he is. <laughs>
0: This is where we're going with this podcast, by the way. Just Sex and the City. Yeah, we're, this is now a Sex and the City podcast.
2: I've probably seen five minutes of about 50 different episodes of Sex and the City, mm-hmm. just like at a girlfriend's apartment, like she was watching it and I was like And you like, come in and she's reading. like,
0: oh, you just read through it?
2: I wasn't really interested. There wasn't enough. There was too much City, not enough sex.
0: Uh, you're watching the wrong episodes, my friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> probably.
0: Yeah. Uh, and also they might have been watching the E! versions, which were edited.
2: Oh, no, outrageous. Yeah,
0: don't watch that. It's garbage. (laughs) By the end of this book, uh, the family is in shambles. Corinne is finally dead. Also, they do talk about how the woman's an Arab a lot Mm -hmm. next door. They refer to her constantly as that way. Not constantly, but like the parents do. Like, I think it's an Arab woman who lives over there. But whenever she lifts up her veil, her face is scarred. Yeah. And do you remember why she did that? She did it when she was institutionalized. I guess she clawed at her face. So, because every time she looked in a mirror, she saw Kathy and she was tormented <laughs> by what she had done to her child. So, she had clawed up her own face so that whenever she looks in a mirror, she doesn't see the horrible things that she did to her daughter.
2: Okay. Can I, I want to go back and say I am pro her tubes being tied. I am Kathy or Corinne? All of them. Oh, okay. I am pro all of the the boys in the family Tie uh, all getting, tubes. Yes, uh, getting uh, vasectomies. This family line has to end. This, with them. Yeah, this bloodline has to end. Put put them Here's in box the Burn it down. By the end of
0: this, by the end of this, um, I'm hoping that Bart and we know Jory procreates. Mm-hmm. If you read the next book, but I'm hoping that Bart and uh, Cindy become birth strikers. They become vigilant <laughs> environmentalists who are like, listen, the bloodline ends here. We have to take care of the planet. No yeah. more babies.
1: This family tree has to stop boning itself. It <laughs>
2: stop that's now. basically it. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point. Well, well Cindy
0: is fresh blood, at least, because she's adopted.
2: Right. Yeah, that's true.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And But that's also what they're all probably thinking is like, ooh, fresh blood on oh, the family. Oh, so God,
0: gross. I think that Bart is in love with Cindy later in the next
2: Oh. Yeah, uh,
0: I think he wants, I think he wants his sister.
2: Yeah. No, and I maybe- don't.
0: She adopted. I mean, yeah,
2: all of this, like, weird, the idea that you're basically predestined by your genes. You know what I mean? Like, your family.
0: <laughs> because they created this act, then you have to continue. Then you're going to have
2: to continue. Yes. Uh, uh,
0: the family tradition. The family yeah. tra- the traumatic family tradition of incest. And I
2: think yeah. maybe that's what she, what these books think. Can
0: I just say, I don't know why Bart is so hung up on this. Okay, it is gross that his mother is sleeping with her brother. I agree. But also, he's not a product of incest. His dad was Bart Winslow. Why is he so hung up on it? Like, dude, just chill. <laughs> Uh.
1: <laughs> I mean, would you be just chill with it?
0: But see, here's the thing: is I was raised by a single parent. I never had to worry about my mom I having know, but sex. But put
1: yourself in that situation. Would I you would be not like, be God. wild
2: about it. Yeah, like, but I also would not do, be
0: homicidal over it.
2: Right. But he also.
0: I mean, if my parents, if my parents took me to Disneyland every once in a while,
1: <laughs> if you take me to Disneyland, you can bone all you want. You, you
2: give me some goofy ears and. Uh, <laughs> I will just turn the other way. Yeah, I I think
1: But I think as
0: a 9-year-old like what does, why is he so obsessed with It's because of the book. But, but the yeah, book. yeah, yeah, and he yeah.
2: he's like you are going to hell, you're an evil yeah. woman and uh really puts it on the the temptress mother.
0: Well, yeah, that's how it is in all the
2: Yeah, all the
0: books. It's all her fault.
2: Right. Even though daddy rape. Even though, yeah, the explicitly stated this. Yeah. Many times. Mhm. So. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, another uh, fun one to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) I think you cracked that nut uh, (laughs) and solved the case. I had uh, a friend tell me that she was listening to our last podcast and stopped because it was too depressing.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. No more V.C. Andrews ever.
2: Not that we were being too depressing, just like the content of the book. Of the book? Well, they are.
0: I look at it as more of a soap opera. Which is entertaining in its trashiness and its, I guess, just the artifice of right. the novel, right? right? Like yeah. I don't look at it as being at all realistic. So to me, it's not depressing yeah. or traumatizing because it's not anything towards realism. It's not, not like reading a true
2: crime book, and it's
0: uh, not like that, or it's not like reading a book like about, I don't know, a teen child who's suffering from cancer, like a learned McDaniel type book yeah, yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Which is exploitative, Which is, right, but, but but also is written from the, it's realistic, I guess, in its attempt to portray, you know,
2: right. a so young it's, person it's with leukemia upsetting. or something. In the way that those anonymous books kind of were. Yeah. because Or tried to be. Tried to be. Yeah. Because they were presenting themselves But to me, as. this
0: is so sensationalized. I view it as trash. Probably yeah. the same way that I just view most, like Fifty Shades of Grey. To me, that would just be fun trash.
2: Mm-hmm, Right,
0: like it creates this world but where it
2: wasn't fun. What I, or what? I don't get it, it me back fun. on my Fifty Shades uh <laughs> rank darker movie is great. <laughs> I have not seen the movie. <laughs> the, the second The second movie, and I think I talked about this on this podcast before. It was before. a trash masterpiece. It's a trash masterpiece. Yeah. A trasher piece. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> The first one is fine, kind of boring. The it's second boring. one is like one of these b- books, where it's just like bonkers, crazy stuff happening. And the third one is like just boring and terrible yeah. i've only read the first book and i did not like it
0: were you bored through this book at all you know this one
2: not as much
0: it was nice to have a refreshing young voice I th- <laughs> two new young voices just re-energize that franchise I, I
2: think i think that might be part of it is that it was switching around so much yeah i don't know some of the bard stuff just got so repetitive
0: it really did like this could use some good editing
2: I, yes all of her books should be 150 pages yeah
0: well, I guess that's going to be our conversation for If There Be Thorns. Josh,
2: <laughs> yeah. were there thorns? There were. I can confirm presence of thorns, uh, as Bart can as well, when he was, like, lying in the garden, like, <laughs> bleeding out or whatever. Oh,
0: God, that was awful. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. After he cut himself, he like, curled up like an animal, yeah. like a dog, to, like, die. <laughs> oh,
2: God. And it was just like, leave me to die. <laughs> <laughs> but Jory sniffs him out, I think. Right, yeah, 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 because...
0: <laughs> Got his magical nose. Um Anyway, uh, well, I'm going to say that we did it. We conquered this book. Josh, what are we reading next time?
2: We are reading uh, Seeds of Yesterday by V.C. Andrews.
0: And that will finish up the Dollenganger series.
2: And then I will never think about or read another uh book ever.
0: Until our podcast becomes like... Really popular, and they're like, "You're going to read my sweet Audrina," and you're going to be like, "No!"
2: Once <laughs> we put the Patreon level at fifty thousand dollars and say, "Once we hit here, we'll we'll go back to VC." We'll anything for that, yeah.
0: <laughs> Any garbage you put in front of us, we'll talk about it.
1: What rating would you give if there be thorns? I think you should rate the books.
0: You think... want me to rate it? I rated it on Goodreads. No, rates. I think
1: no, I think the show should have its own rating scale. Oh, oh, uh, like uh. I give
2: it uh
0: I give it five two, two thorns. And, I was gonna say yeah. three horse girls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> out of that's how that. many horse girls? Five. You give this
0: I would say two point five to three.
1: But how many thorns do you give it? This this gets five thorns. Okay. That's
0: totally a, wow. it's a thorny that's book. It Very gets, thorny.
2: It's That's rough. Four thorns. Four thorns. Cause it it can be thornier <laughs> I guess. Could it be hornier? Uh yeah, as we're about to find out too. Oh. Our, our next one. The
0: horniness comes back in Seeds of Yesterday because I know it's again everyone... written
2: by awesome. an adult character.
0: Yeah, it's Can't back wait. to it's back to Kathy. Thank God. Are you looking for your Goodreads? What are you doing? Yeah. Well, I give it two point five to three horse girls because it's still entertaining. It's not literature, but I think it's entertaining.
2: Uh oh. <laughs> I guess I, I I basically said this on the podcast. I give it two stars instead. I still have 150 pages in the next book in this series, but I'm going to say the only solution in this family's problems is to burn down the house with all of them locked inside, destroy this family line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs>
2: which which I stand by all of. Okay,
1: well.
0: Yeah, well, we're done. Thanks, that guys. That really
1: puts a nice cap on it.
0: Josh, did you have a horse girl rating you'd like to give it?
1: Uh, he already said, I thought. Oh,
0: did you say?
2: Two hooves out of... He get... Two hooves
0: out of four?
2: <laughs> Two well, hooves and four thorns. I'm, so I'm, okay. pict- I'm picturing a, a, a unicorn, so... The ultimate rating oh. would be uh, oh. four hooves and a horn. How many horns? Okay. Are there? In a horn. I yeah. got you.
0: I got you. Okay. Well, if until- there be
2: horns, is my uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's my parody book.
1: If there be horns, is my porn triple X parody. <laughs> Damn
0: it! So, if you're interested in following our Instagram, we are at Are You There? Pod on Instagram. If you want to follow Josh's bookstore, he is at Bookmarks. Bookmarks books.
2: Bookmarks books. I think.
0: On Instagram. With an some X. Funny, some, yeah. With an X, as in Karl Marx. There are some funny cat pictures. So
2: It's mostly cat pictures. It's mostly cat pictures. <laughs> I, I was scrolling through the other day and realized this is a bookstore. But the last like twelve pictures yeah. are just It of really a cat. is all cat content. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. All cats all cat. That's the what time. people want
2: that, like that's... Yeah, that's if why I, people go if I post a picture and say, Hey, the new Colson Whitehead came out today, check it out. More three cats. likes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It'll be like me, Adam and Blake that will like it. Yeah. And I will actually I truly like it.
2: like it. I <laughs> wouldn't like it. <laughs> but then I put up uh my cat with like looking with a lazy eye and <laughs> oh. eighty likes. <laughs> that's
0: how it works. Yeah. So, follow us on Instagram. Uh, Follow Josh on Instagram. Buy books from his bookstore. Want to thank. Find me
1: on the internet, but I won't tell you how.
0: I can tell you how.
1: If you DM me on Are You There Pod, (laughs) I will tell you how to find Blake. Um, Want to thank Blake for
0: our theme song. Want to thank VC Andrews for the trash. (laughs) Uh, So, see you later, Horse Girls.
1: Nay. No, don't name. No, no. So I think we should do that. I don't I'm know. I'm just going to draw this out. You effect. are not ever-
2: A-U-X. Ox Audio.